Today, I wanted to talk about what to do when your coaching session goes off track or feels like it's lost its way. And I'm talking about this from the perspective of both the coach and the client. So from time to time, either I'm in a session with a coach where I'm being coached or I'm coaching someone else and we lose our way. Normally, I know that I've lost my way, both as the coach or the client, when there is a lack of resonance. And by resonance, I mean there's kind of a lack of traction. There's a lack of in-syncness with the other person, a sense of, yeah, we're totally on the same page and we're really going back and forth. There's a sense of deadness. I often encourage people to notice where they're feeling this in their body, uh, not uncommon here is a sense of complete emptiness in your head. Maybe there's no thoughts at all or a feeling of shut down, being shut down. Sometimes that's connected to feeling angry or misunderstood or unacknowledged. So just as I've mentioned before, kind of the key to success in life is how we restart I think the same thing is is true here too. Now, sometimes the trick is that you don't realize that you're off track or you don't realize that there's no resonance around this particular topic until you're really in over your head. So my encouragement here is just to, if you can, to be in touch with your body to see if there are any early indicators that are in your warning, any early warning signs that this might be going on for you. And I believe as a coaching client or a coach, the best thing you can do is speak to what's going on. Call it out. In a recent session where I was being coached, I was fumbling around and it just, something wasn't working and I just spoke to it. I just, I think I said something like, I don't feel like this is working and I feel like we've kind of lost our way. And the coach agreed with me. And then what was surprising about that was... Just saying those words out loud helped me to regain my center. I think it also took the pressure off because I was no longer trying to get to a place that I couldn't reach. It was kind of just a big reset button to start over again and see if I could go in a different direction. So speaking to what you're observing, uh, I feel shut down. Uh, I'm thinking, but nothing's happening. Uh, My mind is completely blank. Or I'm feeling this big pain in my stomach. Or my chest feels constricted. The temptation here is just to give up. But my encouragement would be to stay with it and try to look for ways that you can regain presence. If you're the coach, this is a great opportunity to slow things down or maybe take a break. Let the other person know that you're there. Be comfortable with silence. Sometimes it's helpful to ask the client what they need. Now, if you're in a situation where the client is stuck and they don't know, asking them what they need when they already don't know can be a tricky situation to be in, but there can be ways to get out of that as well. Sometimes I even like to ask if the person is kind of stuck in a state of of I don't know is to get meta with that, which is to get really curious. 
not in a formulaic or manipulative way, but to just get curious. So what's it like to not know? Or what is it like to be in a state of not knowing? There's all kinds of fascinating things that are underneath that. Uh, It could be, uh, it's really uncomfortable, or I feel really embarrassed uh, because I should know, or any number of things can come out of just being curious about what is. So if you're coaching and you yourself have lost your way, something I found really useful is to return to my body. Continuing to try to think from your head, like, what do I do next? Or what's the next question is not the best place to go for me. Often it's going into my heart or my chest and just kind of getting reacquainted with my body. Sometimes a coaching session that has lost its way is a result of an agenda topic that's not clear. Now, maybe you think that you've picked a topic and you know what you're discussing, but if you're bouncing around from thing to thing to thing and you can't ever quite nail down what the thing is that you're discussing, it's very possible that you don't have a very clear talk topic. And if you don't have a very clear topic, it's going to be really unclear to know where you're going or maybe where you're trying to get to. Sometimes a person's thoughts are so jumbled because maybe they've come from another meeting or had an upsetting experience before getting on the phone. And it can be really useful to just have a venting or a dumping session. So not not for the whole coaching session, but just a moment to just rapid fire, just say everything that's bothering you, everything that's on your mind, and just get it all out. Sometimes that's all the person needs to get recentered. If you're having trouble establishing a topic for the coaching session, uh, some recent favorite questions are, what do you want to be different by the end of our time? So in other words, as the coach asking that to the client, well, you know, what would you like to be different by the end of our time? Um, Or uh, what do you want to be new by the end of our conversation? Those are two prompts that can sometimes help. Another place I like to go with clients when they've become kind of disconnected or disassociated is to have them check in with the, back to this idea of checking in with your body is have, is, is to ask a particular body part. And I remember the first time a coach did this with me, I thought we were really off in woo land, but, uh, and I think she said, you know, what does your left foot say? And I remember thinking about my left foot and being shocked that a new thought entered my mind as I thought about my left foot. So asking different body parts to inform you can also be a way of just returning to returning to center. It's also a way of getting you out of your head. And if you're being asked this question or trying to answer it for yourself, don't worry about being right. Worst case scenario, just make something up or just go with the first thing that comes to your mind, even if it doesn't make any sense. When a session is off-center, off-kilter, it's also a great opportunity to look around for gremlins or saboteurs. Sometimes when we get into areas that we are resistant to or feel defeated in, um, we, we unintentionally turn on a fog machine that creates all kinds of confusion for ourselves and takes us to that place of, I don't know. The land of I don't know, as I like to call it. Another place to look is to ask 
the person or yourself what the story is they're telling themselves about what's going on. So what does it mean that this coaching session is off kilter? Uh, Am I telling myself as the coach, am I telling myself the story that this shouldn't happen because I'm the coach? Or if the client is in an uncomfortable place, am I making up a story that the client can't handle it or that it's my fault or that it's up to me to get them out? So it could be a story, it could be a judgment, uh, just could be another place to look. So here's some things that I've found have worked. Maybe it's after the session, if it fits into the session, you could do it there. These are generally things I would do after a session that either maybe hasn't gone well for me as a coach or even as a client, if something really deep got stirred up um, that I need to do something about. Uh, So here here are the things I would suggest here. Meditation, great way to get back into your body. Jump up and down. Stand up. I had so many coaching sessions that were bogged down, change when I stood up and I asked the other person to stand up, even though we weren't in the same location. It's a little hard if you're on video and you're, you know, wearing the earbuds, uh, which is one of the reasons that I actually prefer to coach just um, audio only. So I can stick my phone in my pocket and I can walk around and the other person can walk around too. I've moved outside before. Um, where both of us will just go sit outside. Uh, Changing rooms, changing geography can be huge. After session, go for a walk, go for a run, eat some food, drink some water, read a book, uh, watch 30 minutes of a funny movie, journal. Maybe you want to start with a prompt that says, the story I'm telling myself is, and then finish that sentence. Maybe another prompt might be the story I could tell myself instead is as a way to redeem the situation or the loop that you're stuck on in your head. I also believe there's huge value in capture what you learned. In some of my coaching sessions that have not gone well, when I've had the presence of mind after the session is I will get out the notebook that I store all my, I have two notebooks that I kind of keep going at all times. One's a journal where I just write more personal things. And then there's another notebook where I write down uh, business ideas, business learnings, uh, notes that I take in conversations I have with uh, business, you know, people related to my business, et cetera. So I'll actually go through and just write down what I would do differently next time. Like, would I get curious about certain things? Would I... um, But I stopped the session. How would I know if I wanted to do that? Just other reminders of of things that I could have done differently or if I could get a do-over on this session, these are the things that I would do. I've actually had that help me in a positive way where I didn't necessarily refer back to my notebook, but the fact that I'd taken the time to articulate what I would do if this particular thing happened again It was still in the back of my mind somewhere and I was able to access it. The other thing I can't recommend enough is, particularly if you're the coach, is use it as an opportunity to go back to your training. So I recently pulled out uh, some, like one of the key books in my training. 
from the, the Coactive Coaching book from CTI and just flipped through some pages and skimmed some chapters and came up with all kinds of things that I had forgotten about and lost track of. So use those opportunities when things haven't gone well to go back to the books. In fact, yesterday I went to the library and picked up another book on coaching that I'd heard another coach recommend. So use those situations where things don't go well to not beat yourself up for not having handled it the perfect way, but as a learning opportunity that says, oh, wow, okay, so I didn't manage myself so well in that situation, or wow, that got into an area that I've never gotten into before. Hmm, I wonder how I could handle that better. Maybe I could find something in a book. Maybe I could talk to a peer. That's also another great outlet here too, is finding other coaches that you can talk to and talking it through with another coach. Sounds kind of meta, but I have actually done coaching around a sessions or sessions that didn't go well. Now, what I learned through that coaching session, the one I'm thinking of in particular, is that I had taken on stuff that wasn't mine. I was holding myself responsible for uh, for something that only the client could have handled, and that I had made mine. So, working and processing, talking through with another coach can also be another great way to regain center. So just a final reminder here that I'm speaking to these things because I've lived them. I've also worked with clients that have, you know, been in similar situations or we worked through to worked through them together. And some days I still fall into them. I'm human. So my last, I guess, require reminder or encouragement would be you're human. We're all human. These things are going to happen. And it's not about avoiding uh, this happening or doing everything in your power for it not to happen. I truly believe it's our ability to recover and get back to center when they do happen. So if this topic or anything else you've heard on the podcast has caught your attention, you'd like to have a conversation, I'd love to do that with you. Just reach out to me at podcast at johnpolster.com and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening to The John Polster Show. Notes, links, and all that other good stuff for this episode are at johnpolster.com slash podcast. Send your questions, ideas, or a simple hello to podcast at johnpolster.com. Want to stay up to date on new episodes and receive notifications of upcoming events? Register your email address at johnpolster.com slash updates. <laughs>